Greetings, everybody out there in dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. You are listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Broadcasting to you from the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast, the third coast of Texas. The darkest truths from the darkest web need to be told. And you must listen to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Greetings everybody out there in dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you all very much for tuning in to another broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan and I am broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast with most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. And it is my pride and privilege to be doing so. So thank you all very much, listeners new and old out there in dreamland. Thank you for your support on my social media, and thank you for your support by joining this channel via Anchor FM. Remember, my website is podpage.com slash beyondtopsecrettexan, all lowercase, all one word. Searching Beyond Top Secret Texan will bring it up on the first page, and uh, searching Beyond Top Secret Texan anywhere will bring up any channels I have because they're all under one name. Twitter is currently my social media flagship with 4,000 plus followers on it. Join the community today. I post dark web videos there daily uh, after they took down my Instagram, the original Instagram for the channel. And remember, I did not have a Twitter. I did not have an Instagram until 2020 when this podcast had already been created and the YouTube channel was already a full year old. So, um, running into it just remember link tree slash beyond top secret text and link tree slash beyond top secret text is the only link you're going to need so getting into it this is going to be a very short episode these are the new format for true crime and conspiracy theory episodes i'm going to kind of pull a page from other podcast playbooks in this feel this genre of conspiracy thinking you're trying to go for micro episodes as well as the macro episodes delivering macro episodes micro episodes hopefully this satisfies everybody's need for time everybody's need for quality maybe it's not your cup of tea coming to be my little audience of one hour two hour three hour plus shows Sometimes up to seven hour long episodes. But these short form episodes are for 2023. We're going to see how it goes. See how it is. Today, the first true crime episode. Not the first true crime episode I've ever covered. Not the first occult episode I've ever covered. I like mixing those two, but for 2023, the first, in this new format, the first.
we have the curse of Johnny Frank Garrett. On Halloween 1983, in Amarillo, Texas, Sister Trade, or sorry, Tade Bins, a 76-year-old nun, was brutally raped, murdered, and mutilated. Postmortem by an unknown subject. Left behind at the scene was an overwhelming amount of evidence. Witnesses spotted a dark-skinned man hiding behind some trees near the scene of the crime. A convent around the time of the murder, but Amarillo police had no suspects to arrest. Amarillo residents were horrified and put a lot of pressure on the cops to arrest someone, and that's just what they did. Living near the crime scene was Johnny Frank Garrett, age 17, severely mentally handicapped, with a history of intermittent violence. Desperate to calm the population down, the police clapped the irons on Johnny and took him to the station where for hours no one was sure what went on there. It is suspected that cruel and unusual interrogation techniques forced Johnny into circumstantially confessing. Johnny was an appointed an incompetent lawyer. Evidence that incriminated Garrett was fabricated by the police. At trial, he was pressured to sign a confession full of details inconsistent with the crime scene that he himself did not write and that he himself is suspected could not read. Evidence that could have cleared him disappeared mysteriously. In a whirlwind case, Garrett was tried, convicted, and sentenced to death by lethal injection before he knew what hit him. Over the course of nine long years, Garrett appealed his case, but ultimately wound up in the business end of a needle in the death chambers of a Texas prison. His last words, I'd like to thank my family for loving me and taking care of me, and the rest of the world can kiss my ass. Years later, Evidence would surface clearing Garrett of his crimes. He was accused of and would conclusively prove that the actual killer was a Cuban refugee with a criminal record in Cuba that included rape and murder. This person was even questioned by Amarillo homicide at one time. Sitting on death row for nearly 10 years, insisting on one's innocence and denied any chance of proving it may make anyone's mental handicap or and having a handi mental handicap exploited by corrupt execution obsessed legal systems may drain the faith in humanity from anyone one of Garrett's last living moves was to issue a letter to the state and to the media calling them out for the frauds that they were and the letter specifically cursed them all, actually cursed them, not in an oogly-boogly mumbo-jumbo sense, but in the sense that he named names and claimed that everyone would get their justice. Jura Novella Sumner fell down a flight of stairs and died a few days later of complications. Juror Nathan Shackelford's daughter 
died from an accidental gunshot wound to the head. His sister was run over and killed by a drunk driver. Garrett's trial lawyer, Bill Coleus, died of pancreatic cancer. Garrett's first appellate lawyer, Bruce Sadler, and post-conviction trial judge, Sam Kaiser, contracted the same form of leukemia. Kaiser died after initially being cured. His healthy bone marrow, collected in case of recurrence, inexplicably disappeared from the hospital it was stored at. Jimmy Don Boydston contracted leukemia and died. Officer Walt Jurger also died of leukemia. NBC reporter Kathy Jones died in an airplane crash in Oklahoma while covering a separate murder story. Medical examiner Ralph Itterman was convicted of numerous felonies for falsifying autopsy reports. His medical license was revoked and he was sent to prison. His wife died of pancreatic cancer. Eugene, quote-unquote, heavy-duty Patterson was found dead in his vehicle. A cause of death was never determined. Watley, a jailhouse snitch who testified against Garrett for a reduced sentence, committed suicide. Carol Moore, Garrett's schoolteacher who testified against him at trial, claiming that he had a violent and antisocial personality, also committed suicide. The district attorney, Danny Hill, also committed suicide. His daughter hung herself a few years later. One of Garrett's many appellate attorneys, Jeff Blackburn, lost his wife when she committed suicide. His son was accidentally locked inside a hot car in Houston, Texas, and is permanently brain damaged as a result. Ann Richards contracted cancer twice and finally succumbed to esophageal cancer. That's some heavy shit. I'm not saying Jesus carries out curses, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him to have a heavy millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Thank you very much for tuning into another broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. This has been The Curse of Johnny Frank Garrett. Texas True Crime. Thank you all very much. God bless you and your families. Peace out.